and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. Yes, please give me a time code. I'm Fufu Cuddlypoof, and this is level 210. Joining me tonight is Maychart. Hello. Kushmoose. Hello. And Big L. Yo, what up? This is Chivo Guides. Uh, Yo, this is Achievement Hunting 101. Oh. No, this is Patrick. That's the right response to that. Uh, so, who's hungry? You guys want to talk about pizza? No. <laughs> you don't need to hit the cord. Is it a cone or is it a plastic uh, Tupperware? No, we're not going to talk about food. That was for the pre-Twitch talk. You can go on YouTube or Twitch and see the vibe. And, and you can hear about all of our t- pizza takes. Um, yeah topic of discussion uh i think michelle was going to pose the question this week yeah i am so as many of you likely know especially within discord this past weekend was achievement fest and achievement fest is a annual event where a bunch of achievement hunters from around the country get together in the middle of nowhere indiana and play video games for like 72 hours and it's awesome and the pictures looked great and um but none of us got to attend go None of us got to attend. So my question to the four of or to the four of us and uh, to anyone in Twitch, if uh, you'd like to participate as well, is for us, we didn't go. If you get a chance to go to Achievement Fest and hopefully when you get a chance to go to Achievement Fest, what is the primary thing you would look to play there? And for those who in chat, if you want to answer, go with the same thing or if you were there. Tell us about an experience you had, and maybe we can read some on the show as we uh, as we go through. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start because I kind of just brought this question up just before. So I had clearly been thinking about it before. Speaking for myself, I know the primary thing I'd love to do at Achievement Fest is play rock band with real live people again. Specifically Fine. for me, the Beatles rock band. I would love to get the completion in that and get the special gamer pick that comes with that and i'd love to do those triple harmonies with other people my brother and i did all the double harmonies and it was a blast so i know Mm -hmm. that's what i on on top of all the other awesome things and and of course as an aside the fellowship is the most important part getting to actually meet other people and interact but insofar as gaming things uh totally rock band i 100 percent agree with your answer the one game i would want to play is rock band it has been years. I, I can't even remember the last time since I've had like a rock band party and had people over or went to someone's house to just play rock band. And we you know, sit there and headbang and jump up and down. And there's a little mosh pit in the corner. And we act like idiots and have so much fun playing that game. And I, I see would love to be able to do that again. That's echoed a little bit in chat. KT Echo said I'd probably just play rock band. Fug said they a ton of rock band actually did happen and, and called out Devin as a pretty decent singer. So, uh, yeah, that's, and super Bob got the GH three expert achievement. So that's awesome. Nice. Uh, getting that done. So very, very cool. I also saw from one of the pictures that there was some VR there that I would love to jump into. Mm hmm. Well, yes, uh, Corey, uh, adds that it, super Bob got that, expert with an asterisk which huh. you know we're not going to get into the weeds about uh 
how people get their achievements at Achievement Fest, uh, just as long as you all had a good time. So we're in agreement. Um, Nate, what do you think? What, what would you look to do at Achievement Fest? Oh, well, what would I look to do and what would I look to play might mm-hmm. be different. Um, I think, well, I'd like to take the game through, FRU. Uh, this is maybe not well known, but it's a uh, it's an Xbox One game that uses the Kinect, and uh, you use a controller to move a character around the screen. But then you also like stand in front of the Kinect, and your body becomes um, a wonder like bridge, or it becomes <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, thank you, um, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> um, or you can like uh, be like a, a, a you phase through like spikes or something. So if you cover up the spikes with your body. And then you can pass through them without taking damage. I think that'd be kind of fun. Uh, it'd be nice to have a you know a live human to do that, so you're not just kind of like you know falling over trying to do it yourself. Um, <laughs> but uh, I understand that there is uh, at least one 360 there with discontinued games, and that is probably where I would try to put my game time towards. If it was just me playing games, I would go there. I would do um, the things that I don't have that I can't get anymore. I'd like to do the Voltron game and, uh, you know, the Turtles game and just, you know, all the other stuff that I just didn't know uh, was going to be discontinued and didn't get or never knew that there ever existed just because I wasn't paying attention back then. So uh, that's probably where I put my time is, is the, uh, the hard to get or discontinued games. That was uh, Saucy's response as also well. Call. Yeah, the discontinued games console. And also just want to shout out uh, 571's response of the Jackbox games. For fun? God damn it. That sounds like that would be amazing. Uh buy five seven one in the in the Twitch oh, yes. chat. So so L did we spoil your answer? One stole my answer. Yeah. You guys <laughs> need to play for fun, not for achievements at Achievement Fest. Wait a minute. Um <laughs> That doesn't seem right. I mean as Kush said, yeah, like I saw them playing the six player X Men. Well, actually, on the 360, it's only four players because, you know, limitations. Wait. But six player X Men? Well, it was six players online and it was four players local because uh, you only had four controller capability on the 360. So they had, and they had broke that out because that's, uh, that's delisted. And uh, Elroy got in because, you know, he's a beat em up uh, guy. So it's the one time I've seen him play a 200 point game, the one and only time. uh yeah but of course rock band guitar hero sounds good but i don't know you're not laughing the same way you'd be laughing if you were playing jackbox with eight people and maybe have like everyone else in the audience and just i don't know let the cocktails fly and just have some fun that's what i'd be looking to do yeah, I wouldn't be Jackbox is funny. I person. wouldn't be boring wouldn't like Fug and play Wallace and Gromits and stuff like that. That that's come on. Maybe five years ago or ten years ago, but not not these days. You gotta meet some people, kick back some drinks, and just have fun because that's what life is all about. I think it's cool that there are options. Like someone noted um, about the Japanese 360 games, uh, Super Bob mentioned about those being playable, and that's something to look to play. Because it's it's a lot of time with people, and sometimes it's just nice to take a break and do something that doesn't involve other people for a little bit, and just knock out some gamer score that you might not have had access to. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm also seeing here that uh, Jason Bob 87, whom we know, <laughs> said Marvel uh, Ultimate Alliance. Uh, interesting choice there. And um, what else? Was there anything else in here that I missed, guys? That's, I mean, anything local. See, I mean, I know they played Battletoads, which uh, all three of them that played it, I think it was Corey, Devin, and uh, Dinobo played uh, Battletoads. And they all said they didn't like it. <laughs> but three-player local where achievements pop for everybody. And uh, they're all high-ratio stuff. I think that that sounds good. Well, I think that's uh, your but mileage made very thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because they're uh, just, boring and skip through the whole story just to play the game. And, and the game kind of sucks. There's a time so, crunch. But the story was amazing. Yeah, it does. As well. I know there's a time crunch. I know. But that's why, I don't know. Oh man! You could stick with Fug the visual novel splatter. <laughs> oh, oh who held the controller for you? Someone yeah. is there and can do that for me. That's I hate cheap. that game. I think it'd be fun to check out the people's setups too. Like if they bring their consoles, you can just see how they do their thing, and it's always kind of interesting. What are you talking about? <laughs> I just like to look. I like to see how I like to see how people do their gaming. Like, okay, so you use you use the old controller. Oh, okay, you know you're you're an elite person with the paddles, and you only use one of them, and it's upside oh. down on the left side, not on the right, and you've inverted your controls because you're crazy. <laughs> you know that sort of stuff. That's always oh. interesting to me to see. Yeah, no one here would invert their controls. No, it's no. ridiculous. It's the right way so. to play. I don't want to hear this. I'm wrong, but I don't want to hear this from some you guys. Pe- some people. Some people are hashtag, uh, you know, corded. You know, other people are, you know, they're Ooh. most people I think are fine with the wireless, but I know some people prefer corded. Mm-hmm. So I've I never found one of those people. You know, it's true, though, Kenny. Like another... if someone says, oh, look, a bird, and then you just look down, like, yeah, it's realistic. It makes sense to me. Oh, uh, sorry, Sean. <laughs> I've already explained my piece. Uh, I'm not wasting my time on you again. So, oh, um, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Saucy actually brought up another great game that people could have played locally there. Um, and it's Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. That game's actually a lot of fun to play with with other people. It's totally doable on your own, but it's it's easier and it's actually a good time to play with other people. No, it's not. You know, that's something I was trying to think of is what are some games that I would want to play that's just good co- couch co-op? Yeah, that's a and good I, one. Get carried. I mean, and like, help out four players. Everyone gets achievements in that one I, also. I would love to try um uh is it the Nickelodeon All Stars? Is that what it's called? I don't know. I think that's uh, one of them All Star Brawl or something. Yeah, All Star Brawl, I think that's what it is. Like, I want to play that game because I love Smash Bros. And this having all the Nickelodeon characters that like I grew up watching and I love, I that game looks really, really good and really appeals to me. But I don't want to play it by myself because Smash Bros. is so much better when you have a couple of people around you playing. That's a platformer. It's, those games don't really work by the, by yourself. At least not for me. I don't like playing them by myself. And then, uh, of course, Corey points out that yeah. last week's uh, game of, of podcast, Power Watch Simulator, was the highlight of Achievement Fest. A lot of people played You're that one wrong. together. <laughs> Did you play more of it since last week, Kenny? You're all wrong. I have not. I was very tempted to try playing it today. 
um, over over XCloud just to try to see it, but I'm like, I can't do it. I, I don't see if I can enjoy this game. Let me play it over XCloud. Let me give it the best possible experience <laughs> by playing it over XCloud to see if maybe I was wrong. I don't have problems with the XCloud. Okay, but not every game works better over XCloud. So They're like it's, power washing. I I was playing Forza over XCloud. I chose that over power washing sim. Okay, okay, and it was yeah, but fine. That's, that's people that they've got a lot more developers than power washer <laughs> simulator. I'm sure uh, that you know have more experience with netcode and and stuff like that. But but yeah, I think uh, it's number one. It's okay if it's not your thing. That's fine. Um, Honestly, if I could get into a co op um, session, I might like that game more. But playing it by myself, it is so tedious. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Let me ask, for the people that were there at Achievement Fest, when you say you were playing Power Washing Simulator, were you actually playing it with the intention of completing the goals of, like, of like washing things? Or were you doing like my daughter does and just hosing me off, off of a wall while I'm up there trying to uh, power wash and she's just knocking me down off the wall with the hose? Like, um, how does that work with, uh, you know, People your own age. Is that like more fun? <laughs> um, how does that work? They were taking turns typing, like putting L socks and all kinds of For stuff. Sure. Yeah. Okay, that'd be fun. Yeah. Like you leave a funny message yeah. on like one corner where the other guy's not. And then you go over back to his side and you wait till he sees it. Like that'd be, you know, I can't imagine what else you draw on walls. No, and power no, nothing. <laughs> L smells. That's tame uh, compared to what I get. <laughs> yes. that's, that's pretty tame. Well, that's just what I did. I, I know you can get real vulgar with it, but. Literally. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't get, I don't get that game. And it's even more mind boggling to me that you had 30 people get together that have come from all over the country and you play Power Washing Sim. Like then, that is. I'm gonna have to agree with you. Actually, that's the game of achievement fest. But new and shiny, right? I can't imagine any other reason. Love to hear more about it. What was also maybe for non-gamers? Maybe there were. I I think some wives and uh, significant others were playing, and they're not the biggest gamers themselves. So maybe you know non-traditional gamers were into. So shouldn't Kenny love it then? (laughs) I just thought of two. Uh, games to answer your question, Michelle, of what I would love to play in, in co-op. Okay. Number one, Gears of War, because I've never I I went through this game. I did not play. I played it solo. I didn't play it in co-op. So okay. I'm playing that in split screen would be fun. And in the second one, along the same lines, Halo. I would love to be able to get some, uh, a couple of like, especially the OG Xbox consoles, and be able to do like split screen Halo Two. All right. Like I've lo- I've already looked into that. How much would it cost for me to get like four consoles, sixteen controllers, and just invite and invite a bunch of people over to the house to play it? I would love to do that. And I mean, even if we were to do the Master Chief Collection, having a bunch of people, especially if we get a full lobby of sixteen together to do um, Halo custom games, Jenga, Fat Kid, any of that kind of stuff, that would be so much fun. Are Jenga and Don't Fat Kid talk Halo to me things? About Jenga, please. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. So in the custom games, pe- people created you know custom games, and like you have the Jenga tower, and long story short, one person's a zombie, and they have to knock everyone off the off the tower. Um, it, it's easier to show you. 
No, oh, okay, that's cool. But yeah, there's there's a bunch of different custom games, Border Patrol, Duck Hunt, and I used to play those for hours back on Halo Three and hit Master Chief Collection. They're starting to be able to you know, you could search for that kind of stuff, and I've been playing a lot of that. It's so much fun. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Yeah, apparently, Elroy was going after all the wives. That's what Saucy's implying. The man can dance, from what I understand. So, <laughs> well, Just Dance games would have been uh, Rift Ball. Oh, good call too. Yeah, you see, Gears and Halo you could play online. That's so true. I wouldn't put those at the top of my oh my God. list. But there's difference. A there's screen, a difference. Yeah, yeah. You like get to Land see Party less. Is different. <laughs> you get to see less of the screen. There is a difference. Well, I you you know having the other team in the other room that you can sit there and oh, yell at that, because that's cool. Yeah. They're yeah, that's well, and, what more <laughs> the experience I want, or so, even not uh, uh, in the other room, just on the other side of the table or something. Well, and sometimes when you're playing a right, game if with somebody, ever goes one of these. Go ahead. Keep talking. No, 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 you first. <laughs> <laughs> Is it sometimes when you're playing these games with somebody else who maybe doesn't have a great sense of direction it's really helpful to be able to just walk up to the screen and point at the thing you keep telling them to go to so there's there's a value in playing local co-op right, that makes Michelle things talk. a little hmm. easier are you personal experience <laughs> oh stop uh, just, just a little <laughs> no. just, just you know no. i didn't name names no interesting okay interesting. Me. damn it i was just thinking if kenny ever actually goes to achievement fest you, you have to have a standing copy of of his dance game, this is my, oh, my boy, yeah. sister's boyfriend or whatever. My boyfriend's <laughs> sister, I don't know what it is. Um, Best friend's um, brother, three sixty yeah. and, and a connect. Best friend's brother, that sounds yes, right. You <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know that has to be on stand. Somebody ha- ready? Yeah, somebody have the um. Crap! What game is that? Victorious time to shine. Yeah, uh, victorious. There you go. Get a copy. I'm like of thinking just dance, but I'm like I know it's on just dance. Yeah, or a Star Wars dance, that'd be great. Completion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Star Wars dance. <laughs> well, they're talking about DDR. Yeah, I saw there was some DDR. Isn't there like a Harry Potter, like a uh, uh, wizarding um, battle that you can do with, with Connect as well? Was I that was a thing. There? I thought that was a thing, but that'd be kind of funny to see in, in, uh, in real life. This random person, Rocker Dude Fifty Twelve, in the chat is saying (laughs) that he doesn't think uh, gears would happen at Achievement Fest. He thinks that people just want to do their own thing and uh, maybe get help. Trying to figure out what he's trying to say, but it sounds like people are not just going to sit there and Um, get together and have land parties. Right. I mean, it's probably not the place for a land party, but that's just something that would be. Excuse me. I'd play that was just Kenny. something that would be fun. I appreciate that. Now, what well, I would it's, like it's... is someone to come up with something that's not in friggin' Terre Haute, somewhere in in the, in the Northeast, maybe. Hint, hint. Preferably in New York. Yeah, yeah, maybe New York. <laughs> At my house, uh, maybe a Damn little it. island. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't have maybe to be it. an island. A hotel in Manhattan works. <laughs> we can all go to the Mets game. Yeah. The problem is you need internet though, so New York's no oh, good. Oh crap. Forgot about that. Forgot about that. Terre Haute. It's great that it's basically going to try. (laughs) Does exist, and and Terre Haute's really about as central as you're going to get. So, and and I don't know what the total number of people that Mm -hmm. went this year was. Was like seventy people 
or something in that range, which is really awesome. So wow. it's it's working That's with what's showing. going on now. Oh, it was it was forty three. I thought there was off. a bigger number. Maybe that was in in the past somewhere, but still forty three people showing up and that was you know and fuck's age. <laughs> but the the best part is everybody gets a lot of people came from a community like this one and got to actually mm-hmm. hang out and like go out for dinner together and play these games together in in a local setting so that's really cool uh that people got together yes. and took the time to do that like all joking aside that's the best part of achievement fest i'm sure we could do one in baltimore have like real life grand theft auto <laughs> 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 that's an amazing concept just <laughs> <laughs> that was the best thing you've ever seen <laughs> just so you know there's no valet parking in the Baltimore convention <laughs> be warned you're not getting that car back <laughs> don't taunt the squeegee kids no that's too local I don't think people would know that <laughs> I, I know that was more of a joke for you Nate yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay so this. apparently the record was 50 people who attended one year and there's a nice group photo That's they take. That's a lot of people. And of course, Devin was like mm-hmm. the one person not wearing the uh, Achievement Fest approved t-shirt. So, you know, good on him. It's because but, I was uh, wearing a macho man rainy <laughs> Yep. Oh, man. Yeah, good on Devin. Stick out. Yeah. Sort them. That looked like a great time. All right. It did. I'm jealous I couldn't go. I legitimately am going to try to go next year. I'd really like to. There's that nice to see yeah, some families there too. From there. Like Fog mm-hmm. brought his daughter. I know Cronus Kronos brought his children, I believe. Like so it's nice to see people bring in along their next generation of, of gamers as well. Alright. Um brought her husband. <laughs> <laughs> well that was fun. Oh. Um <laughs> I mean, unless anybody else has anything else to say about Achievement Fest. I mean, I suppose well, we can we can just nope. say that the, um, a couple of interviews were recorded uh, about Achievement Fest, and those are going mm, to be yes. uh, included in the podcast over the next week or two. So, thank you to those of you who took the time to chat a little bit, and you'll be you'll be hearing those soon as well. Yeah, I think the first one will be after this episode. So, but uh, maybe not, maybe not. This is alive, but soon. If you're listening, if you're watching this on Twitch, check out the podcast when it's available uh, on Thursday, and there may be an interview afterwards. I think we'll do it. Not, it's only fif- it's only fifteen minutes, so I think we'll I think we'll put it on there, even though we don't normally. Yeah, so keep an eye out. There's a, like Michelle said, there's a couple. So over the next few weeks, you'll hear some uh, achievement fest interviews, which will be very which should be fun i have not listened to them so i'm excited for them to be released all right so with that let's get into the game showcase um let's see override i guess there's really (laughs) okay override well which which one do you want to do or l which one do you want to do l you overrid um nate's choice do what nate's choice uh, I, I missed the uh, the options. What were my options? Um, he doesn't understand that. You're you're the one that used your override. Which one do you want to talk I about? I just told you. We'll go with his game first, and then our game. Right. Objection. Okay. We'll go with <laughs> Nate first, and then the override <laughs> stuff will make more sense. Come on, Michelle. Now's your chance. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nope, I'm keeping I my I have override. no idea what you're talking uh, about, I'm, I'm sure. The show. I'm sure it'll make sense later <laughs> when we it. talk about the game that I haven't played. <laughs> the gaming yeah. system, I don't know. Then it'll make sense. So Go what ahead. I'm going to talk about before someone yells a nonsense word uh, that means nothing to me is um, <laughs> I'm talking about Driver San Francisco. Now, why are you? Why would you be talking about such a new game, Nate? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that because this game new. is going away. This game is going away soon uh, in terms of the online. It's from Ubisoft, um, and it was released in 2011. It does have an online component uh, that you will need uh, to get up to four people um, to help uh, kind of just mash out the, uh, the multiplayer. And it's not that bad. Um, Mathism and I have been and playing this game and uh, knocking out uh, the two-player stuff, and you can do that in about two hours. You can get about um, you can get to level nine in XP, and that will allow you to jump ahead to all of the four-player content. Um, and there are some things you can do. Um, so basically, the way it works is as you level up, you get access to a new uh, level of, or they call it a, um, a gaming list, I believe, or something like that, a playlist. So... The playlists are two different game types, and they cycle back-to-back. So you might be doing um, long-form racing in, in the first cycle, then you'll have a little qualifier, then you'll do uh, five short races, and then a qualifier, and then you'll do your long-form race again. Um, so what you want to do is you, just, you focus on your achievements that you're working on for that one. Maybe it's um, getting first place, maybe it's going through rings, uh, those sorts of things. And once you meet the requirements for one of those two games that flip-flop, um, you can basically quit out. So in the four-player matches, it's hmm. faster to have one team quit out of the game type you don't want to play, wait till uh, someone in the party tells you that the game is over and the next game is starting, and then hop back in. And the player base is so low right now that it's very easy to do that. So you can speed up your your grind time by doing that. Uh, and it's, you know, it's fun. Um, the game, number one, the game looks great. For a 2011 game on the 360, this looks fantastic. Um, and even by today's standards, it's a good-looking game. I mean, back then it would have been amazing. Today it's like it's a solidly good-looking game. I mean, you wouldn't think oh, wow. necessarily... Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't necessarily think that this is a uh, last, you know, a 360 game. Uh, it's very good. I don't know if part of that is the upscaling or whatever, but it is a good-looking game. Now, it plays pretty well, except for when you touch another object. Uh, as soon as you touch an object with your car, physics get weird, man. Uh, like, <laughs> you can just fly off the screen. You could... One time I hit a... Uh, I was racing with Matism, and I hit a fire hydrant, I think. And it shot me across the screen or across the street <laughs> into the wall backwards. And a lot of times, most of the collisions that you have will spin you around 180 degrees so that it's really difficult to get back into the race. Um, that part's a little frustrating in terms of the multiplayer, but it's still pretty fun. Uh, we had a, we had a good group of four people in there. Um, I don't remember who all it was. It was Kingsman, Matism, myself, and um, uh, who else joined? Shadow, maybe? Uh, in either case. Uh, we had a pretty good time doing that, and we still have a little bit more grinding to go. This all the multiplayer goes offline in September. I think it's September Boo. September first. So stupid Ubisoft. Yes. So it's next month, but there is plenty of time. Even when this comes out on Thursday, there's plenty of time to get a group of four together and, and grind all this out. Now, when it comes to the single player, the game is um, interesting. 
the number one, it's a racing game. You don't really get out of your car and do anything. It's not Grand Theft Auto. Um, but if you crash, you have this cool ability to like go into uh, like hop out of your body, like go up two levels of zoom, pick another car, and then jump into the body of that that driver. Um, because I mean, guess what? That's why it's called driver. Uh, so so now you've basically taken over that car, and you continue your race, you continue whatever objective you have with that new car. So it's pretty cool a mechanic. And like I said, game looks great. The physics are interesting and possibly part of the challenge. Um, (laughs) And I like the music too. Um, So this is great, you know, blast from the past. And if you want to get that completion, uh, look into it now. Uh, Yeah. Driver San Francisco. You're right. I'm watching a couple of clips of this game. It does look very good, especially yeah. for a 2011 game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this is this is a quality 360 game. And, you know, if you'd started playing the single player and you are a completionist and you'd be upset with yourself for not being able to do the multiplayer, I think you'd probably you'd probably kick yourself. Um, and I think it's a good game. Check it out. And uh, it's still doable. So you have to hurry. Yeah, this is a game I had no idea it even existed. I remember playing the first driver on the PlayStation 1 and loving it. Yeah, nope. I can't remember can't remember what it was on the PlayStation, but I did enjoy the game. I, that's how I knew, uh, you know, I heard this one. I was like, oh, okay, so it's a sequel, and I don't really remember too much about the first one, but... Same. Yeah. So how long would you say... That's I, a shame that this is going down. Yeah, it, I, oh. I'm i just curious how long then, since you said it could be completed, the, the driver San Francisco servers go down September 1st with a lot of the other... Mm-hmm. Ubisoft stuff. So how many, mm-hmm. if someone's starting from scratch, how many hours are they looking at playing this game in order to get it all done or get that it would portion take you of about, it done? It would take you and another player two hours. I'm assuming just the way I did it um, mm-hmm. or way I've done it. I still have four achievements left to get in multiplayer is a, a two player grind. that took about two hours to open up all of the race types. That's not uh, too bad. Once all yeah. the race types are open, um, then yeah, each one of those that you're working on probably takes about an hour and a half to two hours. Cause you're, you gotta think now you're getting four people through the achievements. You kind of have to take turns doing stuff. Um, and you'll find as you go along, you'll find ways to optimize it. Um, so I would say, um, probably on the order of six to eight hours of grinding is about right. It's not like a 20 hour thing. This is a sub 10 hour uh, worth of, of gameplay. Okay. And it's pretty funny. Um, yeah, some of the game types are really fun. If, if you know, yes, you can go in there and just try to min max it, optimize it, but it's also fun to go ahead and play racing while you're doing some of these challenges. So you don't have to be all about the business. You can have some fun while you're doing it too. Cool. Yeah, six to eight hours. That's not too bad of a grind. Be done in a weekend. Yeah, if you can play that much <laughs> concentrated, yeah. For me, we've been doing it uh, in like three sessions, and I think we have another fourth and maybe some cleanup. Nice. Yeah, it's a shame that Ubisoft is doing this to all these games. Yeah. Elliot's sad. Me Man Legends, uh, someone on the Ubisoft forums started a, I guess like a petition type of a thread to try to keep them open a couple more months just because if you started from scratch, you literally couldn't finish in in time. So another couple of months is being asked for and someone came in and said, yeah, we see what you're saying, but we can't promise anything, but we'll direct it to the right people. But 
I think we need more people to to write in. If you could do that, I would appreciate that very much. I'm sure there's definitely others. Do you have a link? I I do have a link. Uh, Post it in our panel chat and also post it in in the podcast discussion. I will. I think the issue with that... I'll include that in the show notes. As is always the case. I think the issue with that is if they come around and say, listen, you know what? We hear you. That's not enough time. Like, I've done the math. And you need something like... If you get an average of one gold and one silver cup a day, and then a little odds and ends, so not asking anyone to get all golds or whatever, it takes about three months of logging in regularly to make up the difference of what you need. So if they come in there and they say, look, okay, we're extending this to October 1st, the people who just picked up on it on August 1st are going to go, well, that's not enough time for me. Like There's a point at which for a game that's been around, uh, the server should never close, putting that aside. But there's a point where... It's nine years on. If you haven't done it, how many more extensions before it's the one where you finally feel like you're going to? So, you know, unfortunately, I just don't see them doing stuff for that kind of reason. It's because there's no guarantee that anyone, everyone who's making this complaint started on the day that the closure was announced and is on pace to get to the mm-hmm. achievement if it closes by this specific time. It's also lousy that it's like, hey, here's a two month warning. Like, Right, it should have been a six month. Because then, then they announced a bunch when, of Just Dance games, and they gave a year warning for those. Mm-hmm. Right, who's playing Just That's Dance twenty sixteen? Like, Same type of thing. The three sixty sh- servers need to shut down. I understand. Like, there is a business aspect to this, and I understand. Um, any company, development studio, whatever, ha- what what have you, not wanting to support. Now, two generation prior servers, when there's like what two people online at any given time, mm-hmm. I completely understand that, and you know, I I like I said I I get it, but at the same time, like, give us some time for this. Give people time to go back in, earn the achievements, play a couple of games for nostalgia purposes or whatever, because. Two months is just, that's not that big of a warning. Um, at least, like, when Microsoft killed the Halo 3, 360 servers, they gave us a year to get in there and do, and finish them up, those games up. Like, if you didn't complete those games in that year, that's on you. If you don't complete these Ubisoft games in, these, in this two months, that's not necessarily on you. Especially during the middle of the summer when people are busy, they're vaca- going on vacations and whatnot. Right. And and we- it's like, there's got to be ways to get around the server closures. Like, I just saw, I was just watching a video. Uh, I I don't understand networking, so I can't explain it very well. But I know that, like, there are people that are getting the Halo 2, the OG Halo 2 servers back up and running on the original Xbox. How they're doing it, I don't know, but apparently that's becoming a thing. So you can like have your OG console sign into Halo Xbox Live, play Halo Two online. If you can do that with an OG Xbox, there's got to be a way to be able to keep these 360 servers open peer to peer or something or other. Right. So if you want to play things like Heavy Weapon or get the achievement, Army of Two, get the achievement for Worms four player that's a decade old, you could just do it. You know, nostalgia is big. People like to go back and play games from their childhood. 
or whatever. Like, I would love to be able to show Oliver in 10 years, like, hey, these are the games that I grew up playing. You know, what about the people that are growing up now in 10 years? They're not going to be able to show them, show their kids, whatever. Because all the servers are going to be closed. And Microsoft, you're a trillion dollar company. Keep the servers open. Well, don't worry. Well, in 10 Microsoft years, you'll be able to look out. Well, yeah, the Halo ones. You'll Never be able to look outside. It's not. It's not, <laughs> but they could take them over or something. Damn it. Trampled my What were you going to say, Michelle? I have no idea what's happening. You started <laughs> to say something a bit ago? I don't remember um, at all. So it was relevant, but it, it's a point that's probably already been talked about. So I don't remember. Yeah. the way, it still sucks. There's got to be some oh, way to keep know these things open. I, I was going to say, we discussed this on an episode not too long ago, because that was the patron question that week, about how long is a fair amount of time for a, for a server mm. closure. Right. And I think we were all pretty much in agreement where it's like six months is the minimum allowable, but a year is kind of better PR. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, Fog is, I don't know if I'm getting fug's point correctly but the games are still playable right we're complaining because the achievements get locked out you can still play the games you can still start and finish all of rayman and enjoy those amazing music levels with no trouble you just can't do this online component that you had a lot of access to if you wanted to do it and again keep in mind i they shouldn't be closing servers but just you know as devil's advocate sort of thing you had a lot of opportunity if they watch these player bases and 20 people are logging in it's it's not worth it it's just not worth supporting anymore supported for plenty of time mm-hmm. and when i if i said you couldn't play driver fuck i misspoke um i just meant like you know i mean i know you can still play driver you can still play halo 2 you can still play all these games that are having their server shut down, but it's still parts of the game they're missing. And it's really sucky for like, let's say, you know, Halo three, since that one actually didn't, did go down. No, sure. There's people like myself who love the single player, but Halo really is primarily a multiplayer game. The single player is a big part of it and the campaign and all of that. But the majority of your time is spent in, multiplayer and games like i mean i'm looking at the list of the ubisoft things that are being shut down like ghost recon future soldier that was a multiplayer game you're not going to be able to go back and play that that's no different than like call of duty 4 when that goes down you know when those or eventually those servers are going to shut off you know i can't go back and play that and that game you know is also primarily a multiplayer game i know you can still play the single player override <laughs> that was a tangent that we just went on. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> exactly. I blame Fug. You know it's my fault. <laughs> uh, is there anything else to say about Driver? Uh, nope. I can think. Uh, not that I can think about it. Uh, I didn't mention too much about the achievements. You know, there is the multiplayer aspect they have to do. As far as the single player, it's mostly progression based. There are a couple fun little things you have to do that aren't necessarily progression, but for the most part, it's, it's straightforward. Um, uh, you know, so uh, nothing too crazy there. Can you drive cool. over? It's the... just too bad that you won't be able to play the multiplayer. Do you drive over the Golden Gate Bridge? 
I don't think so. There's a like, bridge. What's the point of being in San Francisco? Uh, There's um, literally nothing else there. I'm There's not that sure. There's one Joe really Montana. steep hill. Yes, there is the one steep hill that's you know a back and forth, <laughs> uh, snaky, snaky type road that is in there. There might be other oh, features uh, that I'm just not aware of. Wait, are you there, cat? <laughs> I think Neo might be there too. Eh, California's useless. Get rid of it. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to override that decision. Right, See, then. I saved it for a good there time. There it is, waiting, waiting. California <laughs> is okay. Fine. All right. Fine. So for all the override talk, <clears throat> let's get into our game. I mean, I mean our game. I mean myself, L, Michelle, uh, Michelle's brother, Freak Servo, Prue, and Corey. The six of us have played the game as dusk as dusk falls, and this is going to be really weird because last week I said. I played a simulation game and I hated it. And this week I'm going to say I played a point and click game and I freaking loved it. It was <laughs> so good. <clears throat> this is very topsy turvy right now. Who um, are you? <laughs> so as dusk falls, and obviously, El Michelle, you guys are well, you're more welcome jumping at any point. <clears throat> is a adventure point and click game. Saving it. Uh, that was released on the Game Pass. And the fun part of this point and click is that it is multiplayer. And I guess that's more or less the selling part of, point of this game, at least for someone like me. Um, you know, it, ha- it it's your typical, like, walking sim game, kind of, I guess you could say, where you have choices, and as you make choices, it branches off into... Um, whatever outcomes that you have. And like, I know with my experience when I played like Life is Strange or whatever, it's single player and you only ever <clears throat> see the options or ever, you only ever click on the options that, you know, are more akin to your play style. But with As Dusk Falls, it's majority rule. So there may be a, an option and I'm, by the way, there's not going to be any spoilers. We're not going to talk about this. is a very story driven game, so we're, and we're not going to be talking about any of that kind of stuff. But like in these types of games, you know, you have two, two options that pop up: uh, good and like let's say a bad. You know, a more mild response or a very wild response. And if you're someone you know you you that usually clicks on the mild ones, you never see what the wild answers are. Well, if you're playing with someone, if with a group of people like myself and Corey that's in there and we're choosing the more chaotic paths, you get to see those options that you usually don't see. And the other appeal to this game um, is that everybody gets three overrides on each chapter. And what an override is, you press the Y button and it's now your decision. No one else gets to vote. You get to make the decision and it's whatever you want. So if there's in a very extreme example of very extreme choice and everyone's just like, no, let's not choose the extreme one. Let's go with the nice answer. You just hit that override and go extreme and force everyone to do what you want to do. But um, it doesn't stop there. this game and it is so much fun. Oh, yeah, it, go ahead. 
it doesn't stop there because <clears throat> like Kenny said already, everyone gets three overrides. We played through the first chapter. So we played blind, all six of us. None of us has got none of us had gone in with any real knowledge of the game. We didn't even really know how the multiplayer worked. And so through the first chapter, some people, you know, I think everyone wound up using all of their overrides by the end of the first chapter. But mm -hmm. people would use their override and everyone would go, okay, all right, use your override. But then we got to the stats screen at the end of the first chapter, and there was a stat called override battles. And it was then we realized <laughs> Overrides are not a sacred thing. You can override someone else's override. And oh that's where you gosh. really get into it, where there's like, I'm, I want to give just one in-game example, but I'm going to give something very innocuous. That's not a spoiler. There is one scene where you are in a room and the room has to be taken care of. And there are several options around mm. the room. You can make some pudding. You can pack away some pictures. <laughs> you can go out onto the balcony and in this particular example, for whatever reason, Prue really wanted to look outside. So he would override us trying to do normal things to go look out the window. And so there's there's a lot of stuff like that. Now, by that point, we had already known that overrides could be overridden. So, you know, people were overridden and, and so on and so forth. But you now we're not going outside. <laughs> but Damn you it, want Prue. to play it smart because at some point, like as much as that part was was fun and there's sort of levity to it. Eventually, you get to a point where there's a serious decision, and maybe you want to take the you know more aggressive response. And if you've used all of your overrides to make sure you made that Jello earlier in the episode, <laughs> you know you're going to run out of that opportunity to do it later on. So it's really, really smartly implemented in a way that makes the multiplayer so super engaging. Okay, quick question about the rules here: If you're okay. overridden, do you get your override back? No. No. Okay. And second, what happens if there's a tie and there are no oh, overrides? Can I talk about that? Go for it. Go for it. Please. Okay. So we played six players, right? And if you happen to vote 3-3, three, three, um, it's kind of like if you ever played, uh, if you ever watched Survivor, like if there was a tie, then they would do, oh, good. They would do a re-vote. And then um, you have your chance to vote the same or change your mind. So if there's a tie again, then they uh, do a, you know, basically <clears throat> flip a coin. They roll, they roll the dice and uh, give you, they pick one for you, in other words. Generally, there's two oh. choices, but sometimes there's anywhere up to like six choices. And sometimes if yeah. you move the cursor around, you find like a hidden choice. It was very interesting. Uh, I believe that's how you found those hidden ones, right? It was just by moving the cursor around or do they just appear after a while? Yeah, some of them. I think sometimes Some it's... of them appeared after a while. Some it felt <laughs> mm -hmm. like you had them. Exactly. Yeah, it's a little bit of that's it's, it's one or the other, and yeah, then sprinkled in so one one of them one person gets there, and then sprinkled in within these choices you have to make. It's very similar to the Telltale games in in terms of its framing. There are these quick time events that come up, but oh yeah, they oh, randomly yeah. assign who gets to do that part of the quick time event. So all six of you are sitting there, and it'll be like Rocker Dude up and. If he misses that, <laughs> that's going to ruin the whole sequence for everybody. So there was one particular mm -hmm. sequence that was really intense. And we're all like screaming at each other to alert each other that it's it's their time to do this quick time event sequence. So even something like that, like you felt like you had to be on your toes, right? Because usually like as yeah. awesome as these point and click games may be because of their narrative or how they're written, they're slow. They're narrative based. They're not twitchy. But you, you 
felt like you had to really be paying attention because you didn't want to be the one that caused something awful to happen because you were asleep at the wheel. Or maybe and you do. I was just about mm-hmm. to say, or in those really intense moments, if you don't want it to succeed, you can just say, screw it, I'm not going to do it and fail on purpose. And everybody has to live with your decision. Right. And you can't override the quick time. Yeah, it is up to that, to that person, whoever it is. And it's just random who they assign. How far did you guys get? Like how many chapters in? So there are, was there six chapters? There are six total chapters, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we played the first two. For how, and how long did you play? Um, TA says I have two and a half hours. And do you, does it seem like, have you looked at the achievements since then, and does it seem like you're going to have to do multiple replays, playing specifically in a manner in order to get all the achievements? <clears throat> I haven't um, looked at the achievements, but you do have to do multiple replays. But what's cool about As Dusk okay, Falls <clears throat> is that there is um, there's a flow chart of the different choices. And that flow chart makes it clear which choices are choices that have an impact and which choices are ones that really will affect nothing. And to my understanding, you can specifically choose those different branches that you need to, to get the yes. achievements that you need to get. So it's done really smartly. And also similar to the Telltale games, you see the percentage of the global community that have picked certain choices. And because there are branches among branches among branches, some of the things we picked like we're only picked by like 18% of all players globally. Yeah. Because you have to trigger something earlier on that's already the lesser choice and then keep going down that road. So it's it's displayed at the end of every chapter. You get two stat screens, essentially. You get this flow chart with your stats and you get a second one that shows every player and their play style. So like, I forget, there were two things to it. One was essentially like, you know, do you value family or do you value working by yourself? And the other one that's like, Basically, you always made good decisions or you made decisions quickly. So it, it was really interesting to see those screens at the end that kind of showed all of our different response styles. Yeah. And did every, every did everybody play on an Xbox? Because I see that there's multiple ways to play this. And like, yeah, if we you play, were all, we're all on our Xbox. Okay, because I just saw a comment that said if you're playing on like um, your iPad or something over the cloud, uh, they don't have on-screen like controller controls. They just have like. Then you can just touch the screen. So we all chose. So yeah, we all chose our Xbox instead of uh, anything else. Yep. I think it's kind of like Jackbox, yeah. where you could choose your phone. And I, I should say, I don't know if I mentioned this before. This is an up to eight player game. Like we just so happen to have six play, uh, six yes. people to play, but you can have up to eight people. And quite honestly, like. So we did the first two chapters out of six. I don't I don't want to look at the achievements because I don't want to uh, spoil story or anything like that. But so far, I think if you were to play this by yourself, you would only be hurting yourself, your playthrough. I think playing this in a party is going to be so much better and so much more rewarding. I mean, if you're someone who doesn't care about spoilers, you can go ahead and watch our stream and you can hear our reactions of 
whatever choice it was and how intense it was getting and how we were screaming at each other. You know, make sure you do it. Don't do it. Don't mess up. Don't mess up. Because <laughs> we were... And like, if it wasn't past 1 a.m., we probably would have kept playing. Yeah, I, like I the game was agree. very engaging. But so taking a step back, because we didn't really speak much about the game, mm. it's it's itself, right? So the framing of as dusk falls is there's there is a family that is m- moving, but you know that at the very beginning, and basically something happens to their car. They have to pull over, find a little motel, and then. It's all about how what happened to their car begins to interact with them and then kind of a series of everything that can go wrong will go wrong. And that's what you're playing through. So we don't know the full outcome because we, we've we only played the first two chapters. But that's how they frame the game. So mm-hmm. I I feel like, and I can't say this for sure because I have not played it on my own, I feel like the story itself actually probably isn't super well written because it's it's very contrived. You have to allow it a lot of sort of logical leaps uh, in order for the events to happen. So I would say like, it's not just about playing it because it's fun to see how other people react, but it's, I, I don't know that the story is actually all that great if you play on your own. And, that, and maybe at some point somebody who's played it can give us some feedback on that, but that's kind of my, my feeling in our playthrough is the story itself is probably okay. But that uh, I said, I game. agree. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I saw some reviews, which I no- normally do. I was just went on and saw, not the, re- the full reviews, but you see like the Cliff Notes version. Mm-hmm. And the multiplayer wasn't ready for, for some of these people that got their review copies. Oh, and they still gave that makes sense. really, really high, uh, really high marks. Well, so news, I guess then. that means they liked the story. Because what else well, do you really have, right? What it does well is and and the telltale games did this as well as as well is it really presents choices in gray area or puts you in a position like i know my myself i'm usually like i and and more or less as dusk falls confirmed i almost always pick the goody two shoes answer like i want to try to keep things civil i want to try to keep people (laughs) together but there was one major point in one of the chapters where even i picked the bad guy option because i was just like so frustrated yes. by what was happening. I'm like, no, no, this deserves to happen right here. And this is what's going to happen. So they do a good job of making the game exist in the grays. So you don't feel too much like this is clearly what I should do or clearly what I shouldn't do. And and again, Telltales did that very, very effectively. Some of the other ones that have come along that have tried to mimic that don't do it super effectively. But I think As Dusk Falls gets there. Yeah, on TA, they're are uh, 22,386 people that have started this game. And so far, the rating is a 4.14. And assuming that the story continues the way it is, I 100% agree with that rating. Maybe even like a four and a half. Like, once again, like, if you've listened to this this podcast at any length, you know I can't stand point-and-click games. I am telling everyone, play this game. Find a group of people and play this game. I know everyone has their Sunday night groups or whatever where they <laughs> boost something. You're this is something you're gonna want to play. I cannot wait till Thursday to play this again. I'm very much looking forward to it. And also, and the other nice part is there's 50 achievements in the game. We unlock 12. 
Like they come at you pretty quickly. And a lot of them, a lot of the achievements are for making this choice or that choice and seeing this ending or whatever. And I believe it was said before, but you know, there's like chapter select. So if you miss anything, you can always go back and find it. Um, Neo asks if it's point and click or a visual novel, I guess it's told in cutscene form basically, but then there'll be certain points where you have to click on something like, it's more like a decision-making point and click. Do this, do this, look at this. Life is strange, but without the walking around stuff. Choose your own adventure more, right? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I wouldn't roulette. call it a... Choose your own adventure roulette. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Right, so even it's... like in Walking Dead, you, you're walking around and looking for stuff to click on. You don't have to do that. You'll be put in a static room with just two or three things to click on, and you can go... Just basically a, an order type of thing. You're going in this order, or if you do one thing, you know the story's going to progress whether you did everything or not. Yeah, it's. I, I think it's we hard were to all think of it as a very surprised. Novel. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, I agree with you, Al. It doesn't. It doesn't. I get why it, it might fall kind of like a visual novel, but there is. Um, I think they're just. I, I don't even know why like it's it's a great question because I in my head I'm trying to not say well it's not a visual novel because you don't actually read the words because <laughs> in most of those visual novels it's all text and this is uh, all voice acted um, quite well I think that's another yeah. strength of the game is that the the voice acting is yeah well done. One other quick question, unless you had something more. No, um, I know that, like, especially when we're recording this podcast, we have we have out of sync issues with with video and sound sometimes. How does the game address that? Was it an issue at all? Is it ever an um, issue when you're gaming? I don't recall it being an issue of out of sync. No, no, we had no issues with that. We all no. saw things at the same time. We laughed. We went. We oh, we yeah. All together. <laughs> There is Twitch integration for As Dusk Falls in that you can have a Twitch audience that also votes as well. And yeah. I don't know. We we streamed to Twitch, but it was kind of a last second thing. There weren't a whole lot of folks involved in that. So I don't know. Like, that's the thing with Jackbox games, right? Whoever's hosting the stream, like, sees everything 20 seconds earlier than everybody else. I don't know if that's an issue with the Twitch integration. But just us playing, it wasn't question. an issue at all. Oh, Neo, that that is the reason that we were up till oh. two in the morning because we didn't realize <laughs> yeah. the game is seventy gigs, so we had to yeah, wait for all of us to download game. it. <laughs> um, not all of us. I had the game downloaded. All of the idiots. One. We had. I was to waiting wait. for all of you guys to download it. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I definitely. I, I don't. How much understand. is this going to be? Twelve gigs at most, and then no, it's. <laughs> it yeah yeah, it's, yeah a big boy game. Like KT Echo's asking if it's live video rotoscoped, and that's most yeah. It's there's not like smooth animation that you see throughout this. It's it's very artistic in its presentation, and you're not moving yeah, anything, so which... everything is is preset. But it it's got to be all the dialogue options or something. I I can't really think of it has to be. what else it might be. Right, and we haven't played enough to know. Acted. Right, they know. are. I don't know. I don't know. But it's... That's a lot of gigage. It, yeah, it's a large game. 
That's a the other thing, I was just looking at the. Hmm? Oh, go ahead. I was just the other thing I wanted to point out real quick is like, it also built a sense of camaraderie amongst us, even though we were trying to intentionally sabotage each other. But after we were done with the session, <laughs> there, there was an immediate agreement: we can only play this game when all six of us can come here to play this. Oh, hundred percent. All of our choices impacted the gameplay. And and when people put their foot down about, no, I don't want to make this decision, or yes, I absolutely have to, because the decisions our group went with eventually, we all have to live with whether we wanted to or not. So there's sort of this agreement that we all have to be there to continue to shape the narrative. So mm-hmm. that also is really cool. Like that, that sense of feeling ownership over like, no, it's got to be the six of us, at least through this first playthrough. And not only that, but also... Nobody look for spoilers. Nobody mm-hmm. play by yourself. Like, it's the six of us. Like, we all need to experience this together. At least through the first set of choices we have. Yeah. Yeah, definitely at least through your first playthrough. Because then after that, I mean, I imagine we'll pick- go into cleanup mode. Right. right. But yeah, for that first playthrough, like, you need to play this game in multiplayer. I really think it will. You will do yourself a disservice playing this solo. <laughs> do, um, do you think it would this... work well with only two or three people, though? I think we're I spoiled. Think... I I would turn that question back on you. I think a bigger group the better. How do you think the game would when play I'm... if you were playing it oh. like locally with your wife, like just the two of you playing it? Would it be? How would it change the experience for you just playing with the two of you? It's funny because if if it was just a normal Telltale game, then like without knowing that the option to play with more people existed, then it would be fine. But knowing what we know now, it would be worse. Does that make sense? Like if it started that way, it would have been fine. See, I I hard disagree with that. She watched. You know, we we go through the Walking Dead games together, and and we have a good time with that. But the override feature if, and more people just adds a whole new dimension to it. See, I've played um, the first Batman Telltale. And, like, I, I liked it, but that's also because I'm a huge Batman fan. But, like, I have no, no real interest in playing any of the other Telltales. But now, if any future Telltales, if they have this multiplayer op- built into it, I will 100% play it. This adds so much to it, to the game for uh, myself, because it's not just me playing it. It's everybody playing it. And, you know, I have to deal with you guys and your choices because, you know, I know what I want to pick, but everybody else wants to pick this. So now I'm not in control. And there's like, it's fun. (laughs) It just adds an extra layer to it. So the rock is asking if you can search for people or do you have to invite? And I honestly don't know the answer. Do, do either of you guys have I a sense of that? that yeah, I don't recall there being like, I'll, oh, you know what? There's a room code, isn't there? I know there is a room code and you obviously can invite people. I'm looking that up for now. Um, I don't think there was an there was an online matchmaking yeah i don't think there's a place where you can like open a lobby sort of like in we were here or whatever where you can just sit there and someone joins you and then you can go um 
but you can always drop a room code in Discord, and if people are along are, are around, you know, they can they can join. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I don't think you can see other people who are looking for play, play to play at that time. Something about oh man, I just crashed again. Um, it's not a perfect game. I it has crashes. Um, <laughs> something I was looking up. I clicked on the developer just to, just to get an idea. This is the first game they've made. Well, As Dusk Falls was one of the feature games uh, on the recent Xbox showcase. And I remember mm-hmm. a lot of us walking away thinking, well, it looked interesting, but... <laughs> right, what is it? I don't really have a sense of it. And it just... It's... With, with the caveat I mentioned earlier, if I'm not really sure how well the story would play if I was playing it by myself, it has completely exceeded any expectation I had of it. And this co-op implementation is just fantastic it is so so good yeah as much as i hate to say it i look forward to uh, you playing it with saucy nate and uh, <laughs> letting letting us know how it goes or if you want to yeah it could be wild the hardest part uh, would probably we shall see, see. <laughs> see if you wanted to actually pay attention to the story that might bother you because inevitably someone's going to crack a joke or you know say something but overall, just make sure you turn on subtitles I, in the beginning and uh, you'll be all right. <laughs> there aren't, as I recall, long periods where you're just watching the story. No, not very so, many at all, if any. Usually you make your choices and then the next story beat might be like 30 seconds or so. So there's there's not a long stretch where like... It's it's good and bad because it's not a long stretch where people will get bored and just start getting fidgety. But if you're like laughing over what you just went through, overriding choices, you may miss something uh, from from sort of the the result of what you were dealing with just before the cutscene plays. So to answer uh, the rocks question, no, there's no online matchmaking. You have to play with friends or, like Michelle said, have that room code. We're turning into the switch over here. <laughs> <laughs> Power wash was the same. Oh. Um, yeah. Anybody have anything else they want to say to this? Or, Nate, you got any other questions? Was there a way to pause for drinks? We were too involved. That's a good question. That we, I don't know. That, that never Ooh. even came up. Uh, yeah, we didn't want to look away. After the chapter Oh, ends, I thought you meant pause the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I go get a drink. I think we're all go good on drinks drink. here. <laughs> um, the first the chapter I mean, it wasn't ends, long. Each yeah. chapter is about an hour, and after it ends, you get that stat screen, and that's a clear spot where you can stop and take a break. Mm-hmm. But I think we were all way too invested in what was happening to stop mid the story actually happening. Do it have multiple saves? I'm just wondering if, like, yes. um, okay, okay. So you'd want to have the same Make host host again the next time. Profile, which is your name. Yeah, well, they, I, when I was just looking at the game, you can have multiple, up to four different saves. So Nice. And then, like I was saying, you have different profiles. So if you want to play with different people or whatever, that's an option. Uh, anything else? Um, you know, we talked a lot about it, like, do you guys have an opinion on the 
the style of the game because honestly, I don't really love it. Seeing just the animation style, I, I honestly don't love it. I mean, it's not a deal breaker in any capacity, but I agree with that. I, I don't love like it. it. I would, I would wish, or I would like for it to be, you know, an actual video. But I do kind of appreciate the art style just because it's different. It's but definitely yeah, different. It's not necessarily my cup of tea. I would much rather have video, but I don't hate it either. That's another thing where if I was playing by myself, I think it would impact my opinion more because I'd be paying far more attention to it. But playing with the group as it was, I it's fine. And, and like Kenny said, it makes it stand out. It doesn't come across like every other game, but it's not a selling point for me either. Yeah. yeah. I imagine there are s- some people that would love this art style and that would uh, actually be attractive to them, but not for me. I mean, also, if it was fully animated, it'd be 150 gigs. It's true. Oh, my God. Yeah. Easy. More than that. (laughs) It's it's 70 gigs and it's just pictures and (laughs) text. Or it'd be nice if they gave you the option to just do like, oh, we're going to download chapter one because we're going to play that. Now Mm -hmm. we're done with chapter one. We can just get chapter two. That's actually a really good idea. I'm surprised they don't do that. I know they do have like the Master Chief collection. Although I appreciate they didn't market it episodically. Like, I would not want to have yes. waited for a month after finishing episode one to get oh, into episode God, could two. You imagine. Oh, that would be the Academy. worst if, I, if we had to wait a month. Oh, especially if the way that episode one ends and yeah. that choice. If I had to wait a month, I would go nuts trying to see how that played out. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kingsman uh, yeah. is. Are you complimenting me? You said I look good and you need some uh, new glasses, bro. I'm paying Oof. off people. Neo was complimenting me before. Kingsman. I'm paying off people. You get extra duckies in the ducky race. All right. Um, let's let's get <laughs> off of this. I override this conversation. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> let's get into our next Play topic. Play as dust calls, everyone. It's fun. Yes, play, play it in a group. And if you're gonna, if you're the type that doesn't want to play with anyone else and play it solo, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it too. Mm-hmm. Yes, let us know in the Discord. Um, before we get into our next segment, uh, I do just want to mention anybody that's with us here in chat. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to us. And when this is over with the Ducky races, you'll be entered to, into that. Um, yeah, there's a, yeah, there's quite but, a few people that are new here. I've been recruiting. Yes. <laughs> How do you do it? Get yeah. the sub. Yeah, you just gotta subscribe. Um, but let's get into sales. So for this week, I'm gonna go first because I actually have something to recommend. Whoa. Um, yeah, it's something different. A couple of different games. So the first game, and these first two games I've actually already bought. I can't wait to play them. The first game is called Mad Games Tycoon. It is usually $30, but right now it is $9. It looks it is a simulation management game. Uh and it looks like it's an idle game. This game it's Mad Games Tycoon. It kind of looks like a 
uh, well, I mean, it's a Simman game, but it's like you have your own arcade and customers come in and they pay for they they play the games, give you money, you build a bigger arcade, so on and so forth. It looks like a phone port game. And that may or may not be a knock, depending upon who you are. Personally, I love the stupid idle games on the phone. I've played so many of them. I don't know what it is about them. I absolutely love them. So as soon as so when I saw this, I'm like, I gotta play it. And then along the same lines is Mad Tower Tycoon, also nine dollars down from thirty. This is a management game. Um, this looks like there was an older game called Sim Tower. I don't know if anyone's ever played that. It's by the same people as Sim City, but it's a tower. You uh, in this you try to build a hotel. You have to have all the different like um, apartments and whatnot. Well, this just looks like that, but probably worse. Uh, be warned, though, it has one unobtainable, so that is a problem. But I, whatever, I don't care. Um, and then the last game, Monopoly Madness. It's half off, fifteen dollars down, down from thirty. This looks like Monopoly mixed, maybe with Mario Party, kind of like the Mario Party mini games. I don't know. It's kind of, It looks like just chaos while trying to play Monopoly. It's kind of hard to explain. I don't. I would just watch a clip. It looks like a lot of fun, and it's. I'm a big Monopoly fan. My family we play it quite often, so something like this is kind of piqued my interest. I want. I want to try it. Uh, L, what would you like to recommend? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on sale this week. That's interesting. Uh, there's a lot of season passes. There's a lot of backwards compatible games, a lot of Windows games. Uh, the Back for Blood annual pass is twenty down from forty. I saw Just Dance is twenty dollars. Hey Prue, make sure you get 50. that. Prue's going to mm. buy it for us. He said, "Well, <laughs> um, something I was discussing with Nate is uh, the Saints Row DLCs. Now these are the three sixty season passes for Saints Row the Third and Saints Row Four. Uh, and I believe they were both games with gold. So everyone has these games. And Michelle and I had done I do. the third game, but not the fourth one. And the season passes were only $5 to begin with. But for whatever reason, they are 75% off. They are $1.24 each. And, Dang. And they come with all the DLC you need to complete the game. Uh, as I've been informed, you don't get everything, everything, but... If you were to buy this stuff individually, they're way more than this dollar twenty-four. So the Saints Row the Third and Saints Row Four season passes are a dollar twenty-four each. I got the one for, the Saints- for Saints Row Four yesterday. I got it, and you just boot up the game, and it works really well in backwards compatible. You click on it, and then you just have to, and then it gets added to your queue for the uh, for the one, and then it'll download. And the uh, Saints Row 2 DLC is also available, not with the season pass, but you can get each. There's there's two DLCs you have to download oh, or buy, and we I, need I those. think they're like $2 each. Yeah. They're also on sale. I think they're $2 each. So Cool, cool. Yeah, lots of good stuff. All right. Uh, how about you, Michelle? What would you like to recommend? 
I, I would like to recommend Puyo Puyo Champions because it's a puzzle game and we all know that I enjoy puzzle games, but it's also only $1.99 down from $9.99. It has a really scary looking TA score. It's worth 5,796 TA for its thousand gamer score. However, it's not that it's hard. It's a little bit grindy and it has multiplayer achievements. Puyo Puyo is, is fun. If, if you've played it, you know what you're getting into. I've always enjoyed those games. It's a great game if you're looking to, you know, do preloading for some contest or other. Um, and I certainly can help anyone who winds up getting this with the multiplayer stuff. Also, for any of the things that seem like they're the more difficult ones in terms of the ratio, there are guides that have videos that showcase like how you can um, set up the, the Puyos to pop in certain ways. So definitely recommend that, especially at that price. Two bucks is well worth it. For sure. And then secondarily, I would like to recommend Dungeons and Dragons Chronicles of Mistara. This is two ninety nine yes. uh, from its normal fourteen ninety nine. It is both a beat 'em up and a collection game, nah. as it contains two Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> beat 'em up games. And it's it's a beat 'em up. It's pretty fun actually. There is an annoying achievement where you have to collect all the different items that drop throughout the two games. But as, as much as it's a little annoying to do, it's actually really fascinating to see how you go about getting these different items and kind of shows off how there's actually a fair deal of depth between the games that are included. It is a 12 to 15 hour completion. It is it's 200 pointer, right, Al? I should have. It's either 200 or 400. Sure to check. Yeah, but it is an Xbox Live Arcade game. So it's, it you know, it's on, so it's a 400 pointer. Uh, but three dollars. This is very worth it. This was uh, I. I enjoyed my time with this one as well. It does Four have player. right. It does have co-op. It Things is both for online and offline. Stuff pops for everybody. So another good one. You can get these two very solid games for less than five dollars. That's that's a good deal. It's a good week in sales. All right. And Nate, what would you like to recommend? Just going back really quickly <clears throat> to correct myself on the uh, Saints Row 2 stuff. Uh, one of the DLCs is $1.74. That's Corporate Warfare. And the other is Ultor Exposed. And that's $2.50. So, yes, I was wrong, but it, only by $0.25 cents total. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they're pretty cheap. Might Are those the only two you need for not- achievements? I yes for for Saints Row Two yes, so check that out if you want the completion that you're probably never going to do, but you don't want to have to complain about the DLC being too expensive <laughs> later. Do it now. So games that I'm going to recommend um, that are not Saints Row Two or Saints Row Three or Four, uh, Tohu uh, is seven dollars and fifty cents down from fifteen. It is a uh, point and click that Fufu will hate. It's also <laughs> labeled as puzzle adventure and. <laughs> Uh, TA estimates two to three hours. Then there's foreclosed, which is $6. So a little pricey down from 20. It's a third person shooter. It looks interesting. I'm not sold on it yet. I want to check it out. Uh, possibly if you, and I do like third person shooters, so I'm, I'm kind of hoping uh, that it's good. Uh, and lastly, soul Seraph is $3 and 75 cents down from 15. It is a platformer strategy, tower defense, real time kitchen sink, six to eight hour, uh, estimate and it looks uh, it looks interesting and hopefully it's good. It's three seventy five and it's a tower defense, so I'm doing it. There's no question about that, but hopefully it'll be a good decision. 
Yeah, I'm looking this game up now. This uh, looks interesting. I have no idea on that one. And I should mention that Tohu uh, it is a point and click, and it looks really good. The graphics Dale. are, the graphics look great. Uh, <laughs> it's cartoony, it's cartoony, but it does look like it's fun. So I'm I'm interested in that one uh, for sure. All right. All right. Well, it is August, and that means that Games of Gold has been released. So, all through the month of, of August, on the Xbox One side, you can get the kitty game Calico. I believe Corey streamed this a long time ago. <laughs> and then August 16th to September 15th, you can get Scourgebringer. And then on the Xbox 360 side, from August 1st to 15th, you can get Saints Row 2. And then from August 16th to the thir- 31st, you can get Monaco, what's yours is mine. Good game. Uh, and and Someone believe, carry me, please. This is the second to the last month of 360 games, I believe. Next mm-hmm. month, or... No, actually, I think we have it through through October, I believe. Either I know, way, something like that. the end is... This is one of the final on three, at the least. Yeah. So, yeah, be sure to pick those games up. They're free. Why not? Uh, also, speaking of free, we have some game, some stuff has been added to Game Pass available right now. Uh, you can get some perks for Fall Guys, the coconut milk costume. Yay. Uh, and also, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands has been added. I uh, can't remember if that one was a good one or not. Uh, at, added to Game Pass... The day of that this drops. Oh, God. What is this? Shenzhen? Shenzhen IO for the PC. And Turbo Golf Racing on cloud console and P- or cloud PC and Xbox Series X and S. This game sounds interesting. Uh, next Tuesday is the big hitter for me. Two Point Campus, cloud console and PC. I cannot wait for that game. Uh, August 11th, Cooking Simulator. Cloud console and PC. Be warned, though, there are three unobtainables in the DLC. Completionist beware. Uh, also on the 11th is Expeditions Room and Offworld Trading Company. Both those games are PC. August 23rd is Midnight Fight Express. And on August 30th is Immortality. Kind of, yeah, kind of a mediocre month. There's a couple of good games. At least for me, anyway. And then with that, <laughs> we have a couple of games that are going to be removed on August 15th. Those are Boyfriend Dungeon, Curse of the Dead Gods, Library of Ruina, and Train Sim World 2. Just as a reminder, as always, if you want these games, you can buy them for 20% off while they are still in Game Pass. And I believe DLC 2 is also 20% off. Uh, yeah, that's the game That's the Game Pass news. Hopefully I'll be getting some more in a couple of weeks. And then I guess with that, we will go to contests. Uh, that'll be our Gamertag contest. Nate, take it away. So last month, the Gamertag Challenge was for Hawkeye Berry 20. His wild card was uh, any new achievement or previous completion in 
Fall Guys was worth one bonus draw. And the bonus was Fall Guys, G-U-I-S-E, <laughs> where achievements with the letters <laughs> F-A-L and L in that order, but they don't have to be consecutive. Uh, and then we had a bonus bonus for whoever could create the longest string between the first L and the last L. And the achievement yep. name would uh, take the crown. And they'd get 10 bonus draws. Uh, yes, L? Oh, you told me I won? No, no. he made a bad joke. <laughs> no, you didn't win. No, oh. you obviously didn't win. It's obvious by now. Okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so just looking at the stats, because everybody loves stats, the common achievements used for the Fall Guys uh, were, not surprisingly, I guess, all from Fall Guys. Uh, <laughs> there was Fall Throttle, <laughs> uh, which is worth uh, oh 12 points. Uh, there was Infallible from Fall Guys. Uh, we had that six times. It was entered across everybody. Um, and that's for winning five episodes in a row. Then there was Fall Bay uh, from, <laughs> Fall, <laughs> from Fall Guys. There were four entries of that. That's sharing a hug with Fall Guy. There was Fall Throttle. Oh, I mentioned that. Uh, that was used three times. I didn't say what it was. And that's for reaching terminal velocity. Then, not a Fall Guys game. Finally getting along uh, by, from two people. And that's from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. Yes. You're cheering up Raph. Raph while, uh, while playing as Casey Jones. We had 38 participants, 396 letters, 14 tags were spelled in completion. Uh, there were 14 wild cards entered. There were 47 valid bonuses entered, so good job, with 605 total draws. Um, our longest string, uh, unfortunately, was from someone who did not uh, complete the gamer tag, so that was invalid. However, it's pretty oh, long, no. so we're going to mention it. That was Alex R. Davies with a 34 uh, character length achievement Whoa. for Forzathon cleaning up the festival. And that is from uh, Forza Horizon 3, but it didn't win because it wasn't valid. Oh. Who did win with the uh, the extra bonus? Were, it actually ended Don't up being a tie. It. it ended up being a tie between Saucy Slingo and What oh. the Fug. They both had uh, finally getting along from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Shredder's <laughs> Revenge that was worth eighteen points. So that was our max. Um, I lied. I lied. That was the uh, that was another common achievement from those two guys. Uh, the first place actually was a tie between Crunchy Goblin and Freemhole with nineteen. Nice. They they, they smashed the eighteen record. And that was for <laughs> Half Truths and Whole Lies from Murdered Soul Suspect and Tales from the Mystical Lands, which is from Raji. Uh, our winner, after all that stat, <laughs> let's get to the winner, is Northern Lies. Oh, she did it. And she had, hey. she did it again. She did it again. She's a consistent uh, Gamertag Challenge completionist. She almost always finishes the Gamertag and puts in a whole bunch of bonuses and the wildcard. Uh, this time, she had the Gamertag completion, the wildcard, and five bonuses. And her max length was twelve, so she didn't get the uh, the ten extra crowns, but she uh, she got uh, she got twelve bonus points. Uh, nice. So congratulations to Northern Lass. Uh, next month, which is this month, is our gamer tag <laughs> challenge is for Sabin Rothschild. This wildcard game is any new achievement or previous completion by Obsidian Entertainment is worth one bonus draw, and the bonus is how much more black. Achievements with the word black or isle slash island, that's worth one bonus draw per achievement. Cool. Congratulations, Northern Lass. Reach out to us and we'll get you your prize. And speaking of prizes, we have our patron drawing for the month. Now, if you don't know, we have our Patreon, patreon.com slash achievement hunting 101. If... 
for all those that support us, you get entered into a random draw to win an Xbox gift card. And this month's lucky winner is MDP. Nice. Congratulations, oh, nice. buddy. Congrats. Thank you for thank you for supporting the show. When you hear this, let me know and I will get you your code. And thank you to all of our patrons that help us keep this going. And with that, let's get into some brags. Take it away, Michelle. Okay. We have Beast Metal up first in completions with 250 completed games. This is a, a new name for me to read. Whispering Clown has reached 400 completed games. Neo has reached 450 completed games. Sir Polygon at 550 completed games. Yinga Garten at 900 completed games. RPG Davey and Dave Bottom have reached 950 completed games. And we have another pair of uh, same completions between Inferno 118 and Elroy OMJ who have both reached 1,200 completions. Congratulations, everyone. In streaks, uh, we have Freemhole with 50 days, AS Unknown One with 350 days, Sadek also with 350 days, Benel72 with 500, Northern Lass with 700 days, Jeremy DJ with 1,050 days, and celebrating a one-year achievement win streak is Redemption Denied. Who? Good old redemption. All right. And in gamer score, Shadowless Edge has hit 850,000 gamer score. A Gray Shark has hit 1 million gamer score. Congratulations on hitting the million club. And Triple Triad 777 has hit 1.2 million gamer score. Man, I just want to say. I was checking out the Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl roster, and only Leonardo and Michelangelo are in the game, and not Raphael and Donatello. Who is responsible for this travesty? Just wanted to it know. Is put the two good ones in. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. Which makes no sense. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I knew that was <laughs> In leaderboards. Fluttery Chicken is in the top 500 of the TA Difference Leaderboard for Survival. Jimbat UK is number one in the TA Leaderboard for Cycling. RPG Davy, who needs a new name, I guess, is second in the Gamer Score Leaderboard for Tennis. Sabin Rothschild is in the top 200 of the TA Difference Leaderboard for Role Playing plus Turn Based. Is Fall Guys on one of those? I don't think so. Sir Polygon, who I bribed to come in the Twitch, is in uh, number 20, in the top 20 of the USA Completed Games Leaderboard for Connect Required. That's pretty damn good. And second in the Completed Games Leaderboard for On Rails. And we have a write-in brag straight to my DMs <laughs> from Umple Beast, who says, I forgot to tag you in Brag Camp, but I'm currently in position 69 on the Florida Gamerscore Leaderboard. Well... <laughs> Thank you for that, Uncle Nice. Beast. There's nothing else nice. better than I would like to see. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Almost forgot. So thank you for that. For sliding into my DMs with the 69. That'll be the first and only time that ever happened. All right. That's old. <laughs> <coughs> 
All right. Get some water. Well, with that. You need to pause for some drinks. I do need some water. (laughs) (laughs) We're about, well, we're about to end and then I can get some, Ah. go get some drinks. All right. Well, yes, that will do it for us this week. Subscribe. Thank you all for that has been in chat with us. Um, If you don't know, we are live on Twitch right now. We go live the first Tuesday of every single month to do this. And periodically in between there, we stream games or whatever. Uh, Twitch.tv slash H101. Please give us a follow. Drop a sub. You know, if you got an Amazon Prime, you can sub to us for free. It's free. And it only helps us. You know you want to better your uh, favorite podcast. Uh, if you want to send us a Twitter tweet, you can do so at, on the Twitter at Achievements101. Uh, I said it before, patreon.com slash achievementhunting101. Thank you to all of our patrons that do help support us and keep this going, grow the community, be able to do more contests, and you know, if you want to be part of that community, discord.io slash ah101. We've got all kinds of stuff going on over there, all kinds of channels, random conversations and whatnot. It is the place to be. And then last but not least, if you want to rewatch this or if you're listening to this as a podcast, you know what, man, I wish I could have saw all their pretty faces and their reactions while they are talking about that. Well, you can go on over to YouTube slash Achievement Hunting 101 and check out the VOD and also the VODs on all the other uh, shows that we do and game reviews and I mean you listen to you can listen to a podcast there if you're that kind of a person but yeah but anyway thank you all for those that are listening <laughs> class is dismissed on to the ducky races <laughs> screw you uh, saucy saucy said about 500 <laughs> things in chat and finally said something funny <laughs> <laughs> I don't I burn. That's where I'm going to end this recording. Welcome, everybody. We are joined at Achievement Fest in Terre Haute 2022, and I am joined by the amazing, the super... Bob. Bob, yes, yes. (laughs) So the super Bob is here with me at uh, Achievement Fest 2022 in Terre Haute, and he's taken some time out of his very busy schedule because he has been very busy uh, to enlighten us with a bunch of information regarding his uh, trip so far. So, Bob, how's it going, man? You enjoying the fest? This is my first time, man. This has just been a blast. There's just so much to do. Like, I originally came in with, like, uh, you know, I'm going to maybe try to play some games, try to get some hits for Warboats, and now I'm just kind of like, you know, I want to just look around, you know, everyone playing something different, either playing Rock Band playing Connect, maybe playing a D-listed game or a Windows 8 game mm-hmm. or heck maybe even just playing Power Wash Sim together or Overcooked <laughs> together. It's just been a lot of fun. I have to try to make up some more plans next time or try to like come up with like a list of maybe okay, these are the games we're gonna play, these are gonna games we're gonna play next time. But this has just been this has been great. Right. So you came in and your expectations were just 
you just were just gonna go with the flow and yeah all right and so well, yeah and i knew someone personally like in real life that was coming here so it was gonna be nice to meet her finally mm -hmm. so i did that and then yeah i was just kind of like i'm gonna play this game and i'm gonna play that game and then everyone's yeah. That was kind of cryptic, Bob. Would you like to give this person a shout-out? or? Uh, yeah, Katie. Okay, all right. Hello, Katie, if you're watching. Yeah. <laughs> Best part is when I saw the uh, seating, I'm like, we're going to be sitting right next to each other. That's great. And then, and then I messaged Futa. I was like, hey, can I swap seats? And he's like, what? I put you right next to each other, and you're going to swap seats? All right, I'm just going to cross you off the list now. Yeah. I'm like, no! <laughs> right, and for those who don't know, uh, like if you have some friends coming, you can request individuals to sit next to. And so, for example, I'm sitting next to Brer Rocker and Freaky. And so I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm... I'm pleased as punch with my seating arrangements, even though I haven't been at my station the entire time personally. But you have. You've been over there just nonstop. So. Yeah. Yeah. So if you were coming again, so you said you would prepare more what you were interested in? Yeah, next time. Yeah. yeah. So, so like I didn't know like what to expect. Like I knew some people were bringing games. I didn't realize that people were just going to bring like a boatload of just games yeah. everywhere. Like, just <laughs> literally, they just packed up their entire 360 collection and just brought it here. Yeah, that's it's amazing. Right, the 360 collection that's that takes a little more space than the Xbox one because most yeah. people are digital at this point. So. Yeah, and that that's me. Like personally, I don't have a lot of physical games anymore. Mm -hmm. It's funny because uh, Vulgar was going over his 360 collection and he was like doing like a 360 game giveaway because I feel like he's trying to download size. I was literally over there and he was just like handing me games like, alright, here, you can have this one. Yep, you have this one. Yep, you can have this one. So now at my desk, I have like a big sack of 360 games. And I did see that. PS3 games, yeah. Oh, dang. So it's like literally just like a game swapping, game exchanging, game giveaway extravaganza. Oh, man. But, so he gave you all these games and you gave him... I gave him nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one-sided... Uh... <laughs> and, then my, and then my friend Moronic Narcotic, he got a Xbox 360. I think it might have been from Vulgar too. I can't remember, but he gave him that too, and it had a, I think the Boring Conspiracy or something like that on there. Mm. So he got a 360 now too. And at least I drive. At least I don't have to fly out because I wouldn't know how to pack all those games back. Right. So, like. Uh... Are you somewhat new to the achievement hunting? Are you like how many years have you been at achievement? So hunting? this is my first time here at Achievement Fest. Um, achievement hunting wise, I started like my accounts from two thousand eight. Like, oh, okay. Clearly, like, the Xbox three hundred and sixty is my first console that I started. All right. Um, and I really I looked at like myself back then as like an achievement hunter, even though like I look at what everyone's doing now and I'm like. I'm not an achievement hunter, <laughs> but uh, 2019 is like when I kind of got semi-serious because yeah. like in my brain, I want to try to get like a completion percentage, like my okay. is like around 56%. I want to try to be at least 70%. So I promised myself once I hit 70%, that's when I'm going to start like looking through all the easy Game Pass games and then just play them. All right. And then, and then 2020, when the pandemic hit, um, that's pretty much when I like games... Like, that's why I feel like I went, like, full-time on Chima Hunting. Oh. And it kind of helps that I didn't have to work several days because of the pandemic. So I played a lot of easy games. I cleaned up some old games that I haven't played uh, for a while. Um, and then 
yeah, 2021, pretty much the same thing. And then I actually did G-Task uh, this year. Oh. This, this year was my first year doing it, and I think I finished top 50 in solos and then uh -huh. top 50 in the teams. So that was a lot of fun and very interesting. I've heard of that contest. That's, yeah. yeah. It's an interesting contest. It, it, it can get really crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that are just really all in on that. There's people that just pre-load all year. Yeah, I sure. could never do that. Yeah, that's yeah. Great respect for those guys. That's oh, absolutely. A, I hear they're awesome guys too. You know? yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The big muscles and stuff. So, um, the uh, so what is your focus then? So, like, you uh, are you uh, um, like trying to get to the top of any leaderboard or what's so? A, well, my goal this year is to try to have a ninety percent completion percentage. It's like you're almost there. I I am. I'm at like. 88.2 right now. Oh, uh, 88.1. You must have dove something yesterday. Oh, I was trying to get one. Okay, it is 88.1, 88.2. I'm very close. I'm like, I'm like, I think I'm at 0.19 or something. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. And I'd like to point out that you have, you're one of those uh, gamers with an over two ratio. So yes. that's pretty cool. So you play yeah. the good stuff. Yeah, actually, I was, I was kind of surprised by that, honestly. When I first scanned into TA, like, I knew that I probably, like, I was thinking like I was going to be at maybe like a 1.9 or like a 1.95 when I first scanned in TA, which mm -hmm. was like March. And as soon as it pulled all my achievements in and said, your ratio is 2.07, like, wow, really? Mm -hmm. So then, yeah, so then I just like, okay, I want to try to get to 2.1. See, I'm not like a ratio hunter. I call myself a ratio maintainer. All like, right. I'll play some easy games, but I don't want it to, you know, destroy my ratio. As long as I'm above 2.1. I'm happy. Oh, okay. Well, you're you're getting closer. Two point one one. So you, yeah. you better yeah. I think you lay off uh, the yeah. zits and the rats. And the <laughs> well, yeah, I was at two point one three because uh, of G task, and then I just had all that decay hit me, and now I'm back two point one one. But it's fine. Yeah. All right. Well, fantastic. So, so if you have been gaming back since the two thousand eight, then you probably the delisted stuff. Does that not really appeal to you, or what's really appealing um, to you here? I don't think I see. I was a kid back then, so I didn't have like a lot of money to buy all that stuff. Like I think the only games that I had was like Hexic <laughs> yeah. that came out on right. three sixty, um, and then I had like. Uh, the uh, arcade disc mm -hmm. that had like Pac-Man Championship Edition, Beating Frenzy, Heavy mm -hmm. Weapon, I think, on there as well. So I had that, and I, I I just remember like the only thing wanting to get the Microsoft points for uh, for buying stuff was for if you ever heard of the game Game Room mm -hmm. at all? Yeah, yeah, I. I remember specifically just um, getting Microsoft points at Walmart just so I could try to buy the games that, for the game game room. That's mm -hmm. the only thing I remember purchasing back then. I never really purchased like a lot of games uh -huh. from the 360 marketplace. So yeah, uh, but maybe next time when I come down, I'll maybe see if there's like a delisted game that I haven't played before. It's pretty quick, and I might just give it a shot. Yeah. Well, the. Uh... Uh, in case you heard that whoosh of air on the microphone, that was a uh, fog walking behind uh, Mr. Bob there, and uh, 
maybe we can convince Fug to come talk <laughs> on the, the microphone at some point. Yeah, and he has some explaining to do. You need another Wisconsinite in this. Yeah, interview, right? so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there, how many uh, Wisconsinites are there here to the, this um, year? Um, so there's Fug, uh, there's me, I think Fug's daughter, um, and then my friend Moronic. Mm hmm. It's the only four I know. There might be another seems like one. There's an, yeah, it seems like there's another one. There might be another one. I don't know the name. All right. All right. So, uh, so uh, tell us about Chinafest. Like, what's the what's the craziest thing you've seen so far? Like in terms of like next level gaming and whatnot. I'm surprised how many people are playing Power Wash Sim. <laughs> <laughs> it has taken it's over. It's literally game of achievement fest we keep trying to make it something else but then you walk through and there's like i don't know about at least five people yeah. at, at least my five people minimum power washing and yeah. uh, it's just like it, it's like a den of snakes out there it's like yeah constant yeah you're like man someone getting some some static or what, what's going on out there but yeah um, I, I have you played the Power Wash? Yet? I've completed it already. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, I completed it on PC. So you're uh, probably in high demand then, probably giving out advice. <laughs> I I'm giving out. I'm telling people. I told um a couple people to say, oh hey, on this level, make sure you you know you complete the soul to shoot last, or make sure you do the stepping stones first. So I already completed them. Then mm -hmm. I complete something else. Well, just. Don't worry about it. Just go back to free play and do it then. Well, I don't want to tell on anybody, but you know, uh, Freaky was trying to get a soccer ball up a stegosaurus. Oh, so. I hated that. One. What what advice would you give him to get it over the lip? Um, personally, me, I just like did the power wash in like short bursts to uh -huh. try to just line it up. Which then, which color uh, spigot were you using? Uh, I believe I was using the white one. The oh, he was one. using I think the uh, red and the yellow. Yeah, I tried to use like as little pressure as possible to try to move it, and once I line it up, then you go like full red to just push it up. Okay, okay. And I think someone on TA also recommended using like the step ladder to try to line it. I never used that. I'm a pro gamer. Oh yeah, I mean you got over, you got over a two point one ratio. Come on, get that. All right. So, uh, what about uh, collection wise? Who's uh, whose collection have you have you seen a frost collection by chance? Um, who is he again? I'm sorry. Uh, he is the guy that has everything. Like the the Canadian guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen. I saw some of his uh, Children's Miracle Network uh, three in one. Yeah. Like rare games. I'm and how those are like worth like hundreds of dollars. I had one in my hand. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's uh. And then uh, what about uh, the the night? Have you been getting your beauty rest? Um. So. Yes, like uh, Thursday night, I think I got about eight hours of sleep, and then uh, just this morning, I got uh, about eight hours, I think, as well. I was here till like two in the morning, and I woke up around, well, my friend woke up, like, because he stayed up all night, uh, he woke me up around eight, eight thirty, um, and then I went to sleep for every two hours, and I came back here around ten thirty. So, uh, what's the plan for tonight? You know, being the like this, this is being recorded on a Saturday, so uh, we, we got the, this is the last full day, yeah. and then we got one, to, you know, last night tonight. I, I my plan is I might just try and see if I can complete some quick three sixty games. Not not a lot, you know. Yeah. If I go below two point one, you know, I always got that easy game pass inflation. Right. Like, I haven't done House Flipper yet. I haven't played. Uh, there's another <laughs> easy game I. That's high. I can't think of it right now, but 
Is it is it because of the welling of the refrigerator that? Uh, for those of you, I'm not sure if it's going to make it in the podcast yeah. or not, but if you heard like it sound like Bob was being attacked by a ghost, uh, I assure you he wasn't. He's okay, but uh, there's a refrigerator, a freezer, oh, meat oh. locker yeah. thing that's uh, yeah. uh, off to our side here. So for those the of you, fridge is screaming again. Yeah. So if you don't know, we're inside a kitchen right now. Yeah, this is a little weird. Yeah. Like, this entire stuff's kind of a little weird. Like. You literally were standing right next to where a grill used to be. Yeah, yeah, and we're and we're in the back, and in the yeah. front, like people's stations are in booths because this used to be a restaurant. It's a temporary holding area, so this year is kind of unique. Uh, Bob is his first year; it's my first year yeah. uh, to be here, so we don't know any different. So, as far as we know, uh, Achievement Fest is always held inside of a restaurant, but yeah. we hear that's not true. But uh, we can't. Yeah, yeah, but it's a temporary thing. So next year, allegedly, they're going to be in a really nice, large place next to an axe throwing uh, uh, place. So yeah, I'm very looking forward to seeing that. I already know I'm going to try to see if I can get some more buddies here. Yeah. Um, we we have another friend that's in town. He he loves to play Madden games. He always thought it'd be nice, you know, mm-hmm. to play Madden with someone else. Like. I feel like even though this is like achievement hunting oriented, you, you're gonna have folks that just want to come down just to play games. Yeah. So I think I can convince him to come down here next year, and then we're gonna try to get some of our other folks that we know, uh, like some of our friends in our Katie's friend group that I'm in, try to bring them down next year as well. Hopefully, we can push over the record of 50 people next year. I think. All we right. Can. What's the official tally this year? I uh, 46, I think. Oh, so close. 46. Yes. That's crazy. All I right. can at least probably get one, and Katie can probably get two or three. And if we get more next year, be yeah. great. That's awesome. Yeah. And be more space, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, and then um, also, um, as far as like seating is concerned, um, what's, uh, what's the story on the special chair? Oh. <laughs> Okay, so the um, the first night that we came down, um, like it was Wednesday night, we we got in uh, the hotel like around five five thirty. Mm-hmm. Kyle sent us a, well, he didn't send us a message, but he sent something in the AAF Discord saying, uh, "Hey, uh, if anyone wants to drop off their stuff, uh, you can certainly do so, um, and then you can um, we'll go to Buffalo Wildings." So I, I said, "Yeah, we can do both," and he's like, "Dropping off stuff and going to dinner." I'm like. I, I don't sometimes I don't process all this stuff in my brain. All right. like one thing about me, I'm a very liberal person. I don't get a lot of sarcasm. So if you say something sarcastic, I'm gonna be like um, a little bit confused. Oh, I couldn't so tell. It works with my <laughs> <laughs> So um, so yeah, so we're like okay, we'll drop our stuff off. So we we got here to Ebash early. We dropped our stuff off, we set it up, um, we met a couple other people that were here. And then we uh, went over to Buffalo Wild Wings, and probably Futiles, I think, had the best dinner of his life, because, like, whatever came out of my mouth, everyone was laughing. Like, uh, (laughs) I I forget part of it. Like, I think there was, like, something about someone having a leak in their pipes. I said, well, you better fix the leak. And everyone just started bursting out (laughs) laughter. I assume that we weren't talking about actual plumbing. and uh, No, we weren't. Yeah, I learned that uh, out afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 
so that's and then, uh, and then um, that's where the special part comes. Yeah, in. yeah. Okay, okay. They look at me as a as a kid. Oh yeah. Probably not full adult, which is fine, even though I'm an adult. Yeah. You know. Right. So but, then they decide that you deserved a special chair. Yes. And then Futal, like I remember Futal's. You remember hugging me like, if you come next year, I will give you your ticket for free. You are amazing. <laughs> Why? Did you get that in writing? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but he's literally like, this is the hardest I've laughed in such a long time. Your oblivious to everything is amazing. Oh man! So, All right, so yeah. And then it was funny because when we went to the uh, real hacienda. Um, I think was it not last night, Thursday. Thursday, night, yeah, Thursday. Um, I was sitting right next to Mr. Petart, and uh, he was showing off his tattoo. To me, it looked like the Bethesda logo. Oh yeah. But it was actually, I think, the Imperial logo from Star Wars. So I spewed out like because we were talking about tattoos. I forget like how it happened. He was like, oh, look at my tattoo. And I said, what is that? Is that Gears of War? Is that the Gears of War logo? <laughs> Or maybe that's the Bethesda logo. You're a Bethesda fan, and then Dog of Thunder is—he's great. Like every time I say something and I don't get it, he come over here and be like, "Okay, Bob. So this is about Star Wars. Here's some summary of Star Wars." And then he goes, wait, wait, wait. So have you seen Star Wars? I have seen Star Wars, but which, I very which loosely. one? The 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 three the three good ones. The, the... I remember watching uh, episode seven, and I also remember watching episode eight and seeing how everyone hated episode eight, including my mom, who used to be mm-hmm. a Star Wars fan about it, and I think she still is. That's the one where they killed Spock, right? <laughs> no, that's Star Trek. <laughs> I, I got that. I got that. All right, you're on top of this. So. Yeah. All right, so. Bob, I, I hate to take a serious turn here, but uh, okay. talk to us about Windows 8. Oh, Windows 8. Well, so this is kind of stupid, okay? <laughs> okay, kind of. So, first of all, I was, we were trying to get, like, Disney fairies. Uh, a couple of us were trying to get that to work, and we were also trying to get Fruit Ninja to yeah. work and everything yeah. like that. Um, for whatever reason, like, we could get Fruit Ninja to work, but... Um, it was seemed like it was uh, locked out to uh, Jeff Mom's account. Um, we don't know the password to that, so we can't use that. And then uh, with um, Disney Fairies, uh, it's kind of I think the same thing. Um, so this is it was just kind of stupid, okay? So I, I'm in IT, okay? So but I last time I messed with Windows 8 was like eight years ago. Yeah. And Windows has just fundamentally changed since then. Like, <laughs> I remember, like, the if you remember, like, seeing, like, the little five things on the right of Windows 8, I think they called those the gems. Mm-hmm. A little, so is, a so uh, where do you put uh, Windows 8 in the hierarchy of win- of, of crappy Windows products? Is, <laughs> it, is it somewhere around Vista? It's, it's, I think it's better than Vista. Okay. But... Honestly, Windows, after me, Windows, I just switched uh, to Linux and I just used that ever since. Windows 95 was pretty controversial <laughs> at the time. Uh, I don't remember anything bad about that. I think it was pretty, pretty cool. It changed I mean, everything. I think, I think my dad remembered saying, um, like, you know, they, that's how they came up with the term plug and pray back then mm. because there was a chance it wouldn't work. All right, yeah, yeah, Windows. That was the biggest leap. Was three, you know, Windows 3.1 to, yeah. to 95, and then. 98 yeah. built off of that, and 2000 was a turd. It was like every other one. 98 yeah. was really good, and then XP was the bomb. That's my I, favorite. I, you know, you know what? My dad still uses XP to this day. XP's man, that's that's what's up. I know. I'm that like, was the best one they've I'm done. Like, 
he said that as soon as his PC dies, he'll go to Windows 10, but I'm like, <laughs> XP is eight years out of support. How are you still using yeah. it? Ten's, so. ten's good. I, yeah, ten's I, I don't know about 11. But, I, uh, like, I like 11, actually. I think uh, it's pretty clean. All right, so so, so Disney fairies, uh, you got the the ninety five achievements yet? <laughs> no. So what I actually wanted to use the Windows eight PC for was actually for getting a achievement in Microsoft Solitaire Collection. Mm -hmm. Apparently, I didn't get the achievement for playing all the game modes once. Mm -hmm. I must have forgotten about that. Um, so I got that last night, and then I was gonna try to clean up Gravity Guy because there was a there was a guy on TA saying that you can download a piece of software to just slow down your CPU, which will make the game run slower and okay. make it a little easier. But but here's the stupid thing, like so you know how like nowadays like if you own something even though it's delisted, you can still download it. Mm -hmm. Apparently, you can't do that on Windows 8. Yeah. Right. It's kind of like the, there's a couple of things like that with the, the arcade and the 360. That, yeah. yeah. So, let's take a page of that. Yeah, so, because, like, literally, I own Gravity Guy. I paid for it, <laughs> but it won't let me install it. I'm like, seriously? And then, somehow, I didn't have Microsoft Solitaire Collection, even though I played the game. But, thankfully, I know someone who has an FX bundle of that, so I was just able to sideload that mm -hmm. onto there and finish that up. So at least I got one achievement out of that after. All right. Is that going to be so? If nothing changes at this point, will that be the achievement that is kind of the pinnacle of your trip here to this year? Yeah. All right. I wanted to get that one cleaned up for the longest time. All right. That's cool. Is there anything that you're eyeing today and tonight to uh, might you know? I, I'm hoping someone has a copy of Avatar. Oh, I haven't man. seen it yet. Really? Like that's really a common game. Like, yeah. Most, I, I mean, I could have brought it. And, yeah. You know, if only there was a Discord chat where you could request games. I didn't do that. Oh man, really? Really? Yeah. But that's also because I'm like coming here, like you know, I, I gotta, I gotta plan next time. This is kind of okay. like my trial run. I love this, and I, I gotta like, okay, I'm gonna do this. Boom, 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 boom. Next time. They say, and they they have a platitude in teaching that says, you know, failure to plan is planning to fail. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think this has been a failure at all. This has been, <laughs> this has been great. <laughs> Except for Windows 8. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh well, if I can't get Gravity Guy cleaned up, oh well, at least I got more. At least I got the seventy percent threshold, which is what I try to get in all games. Cool. So that makes me happy. Yeah. So plus you got to meet everyone. That's oh, pretty yeah. cool. Oh yeah, like knowing some of these people on Discord for the past couple of months, but yeah. not knowing their faces, it's been oh, fun. Oh man, now we can go down a different rabbit hole. So who doesn't look the most like you thought they would? Oh god, I don't know. Alright, who looked the most like you thought they would? Um, hmm, that's an interesting one. Mm. I, I was thinking that Fug would be a little bit of a younger guy. Oh, he's ancient. Yeah, he looks I a mean, little old. Yeah, I mean, he, he looks like he could fall and break a hip any second. Yeah. And if only Fug could get in here and talk to us that we could, and he could defend himself. <laughs> yeah, uh, looks like he can't be here. That's the only, with like, Wisconsin person. I was the only person I was <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, a lot of beards. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I gotta ask, who has the most epic beard? I mean, I know. Mm. I just want to know if you know. Hmm. I don't know. I never really paid attention to the facial features. Oh, it's 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 hands down Dino Bull. Oh yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, Dino I'll Bull. I'll go with that as my answer. 
Yeah, epic beard. If you haven't seen his epic beard, you should probably post a picture of it in the Discord. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, anyhow, any closing thoughts? Anything you want to give us before uh, you get back to your gaming? Uh, yeah. Well, I think after this, uh, I'll be heading down to Ohio for a week. We got some Minecraft Monday buddies um, that we want to visit, and nice I'll be in the Dane area, so I'll be there next week. Man, you're just traveling the world, gaming, yeah, living yeah. the dream, man. Yeah, this was uh, my only summer vacation I was gonna have, so I wanted to just go all out. Um, well, this is a good step. Yeah. 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 Speaking of which, have you tried the Step Mania game out there? I did. I had, um, I was trying to play it with the kids a little bit. Yeah? It, it, you know, we were doing, like, the uh, Undertale song that they have on there, and it kind of screwed me up because, like, you can go boom, 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 and then just stops for yeah. like a second. And I'm like, I already pushed the button, I'm like, oh, it ruined my combo. <laughs> so you, you got, just got to watch out for it. Yeah. Are you one of the ones that holds the rail behind you and, and moves your feet freely, or are you one of the ones that actually plays the, the legit? I, I just, just step on it as I see it. Oh, okay. I don't hold the railings. I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I'm that <laughs> I see some people doing that where they put all their weight on the railing and yeah, then they can yeah. freely... I'm just afraid if you do that, you're just going to fall down. You're mm -hmm. just going to injure yourself. Yeah, that, that's no good. No, it's not. <laughs> Well, I appreciate you taking some time out talking with me. And, Thank you, uh, man. This has been fun. Yeah, so I really enjoyed this. Uh, yeah, I look forward to uh, you know. Is this your first appearance on the podcast? I think it is. Oh yes. man! Oh, it brings me joy. I, I, I'm sure my name was probably mentioned in Brad Camp, and I just never paid attention to it. Mm. But yeah, like talking to someone physically from the podcast team. Yeah, this is my first time. All right, fantastic. Well, um, I guess that's it. So uh, again. Uh, what would you say to anybody that's on the fence, maybe to come to Achievement Fest? Just you gotta come, okay? Yeah. This is this is probably the best time that I've had playing Xbox games, <laughs> and I, I'm already trying to convince a couple more people that I know to just come. I mean, for me, I looked at it like originally, like why is it in Indiana? I'm like why is it a college town? Um, but it actually worked out well. It was only like a six-hour drive. So I'm like, screw it, I'm just gonna go. I know for some of you it might just be like a 10, 12 hour drive, maybe flying's the best, mm -hmm. but yeah, you want to do this. This is, you don't want to miss out. Like, you're probably going to be looking everywhere, seeing everyone play games and maybe jump in. Like, I, I saw some people play, uh, they were cleaning up Doom, mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah. Nightmare Difficulty. Yep. I might try to do that next time I'm down here. Awesome. So Cool. Well, thanks again, man. Thank you. Have a good day. All right. Y'all too. All right.